Sairam dear listeners and welcome to another episode of our series Trist with Divinity where we offer you stories of people who have been touched by the love of Bhagwan Baba and today in the studios of Radio Sai we have two important guests they are from the land of Beethoven and Bach Dr Giza Sebastian and Mrs Gisela Sebastian are from Germany and Mrs Gisela Sebastian is the leader of the children's choir who had the chance to perform an offering to Bhagwan just a couple of days ago in the sacred presence of Sai Kulwant Hall the children's choir did a wonderful job singing vedam songs belonging to different faiths and bhajans and it was an evening of really musical harmony and joy and at the center of all this was mrs gisela sebastian both of them dr gisela sebastian and mrs gisela sebastian have been devotees of bhagwan for more than two decades and have been actively involved in the sai movement in germany a warm welcome to you both dr gisela sebastian and mrs gisela sebastian saira so miss gisela please tell us about this program about this german summer course for the children and the parents how did it all begin well i am actually not involved in the summer course i was many years ago but uh, in the last years i didn't join the summer course but uh, how i came to this work is through a dream which i had with swami and i would like to share uh, it was in may last year i had a dream and swami came to me and he said um all the german children should come to me and um when i had this dream i thought in the dream well swami if you really want that then you have to come personally to me and tell me otherwise i, I don't do anything <laughs> and then in the dream i was waking up and swami came down some steps and i thought oh my god there he is i just thought he has to tell me personally if he really wants the german children to come and uh, i asked him and i said swami i had just this dream where you said you wanted the german children and is it really true do you really want that the german children should come and swami said yes i want the german children to come and i ask again to make sure is it really true I said swami really and he said yes i want the german children to come and uh, then i said swami when do you want them to come and then swami said they should come in august 2011 and then i said swami should we bring any program any cultural program and swami said yes bring and i really got nervous then i thought oh my god we have to write a drama or do a music performance oh my god it's it's so so much work and i was so busy to the time with other music performances so swami relaxed me and he he said don't worry the program is already there you don't need to do much it's already there and then i wake up and then when i wake up i thought i don't know why swami came into me into my dream i have at the moment nothing to do with this summer course and with the sse coordination i think he had made a mistake <laughs> i think he wanted to give this dream to somebody else and what i did i wrote down the dream 
And I emailed to the SSE coordination. I said, I think it's for you, it's not for me. I have nothing <laughs> to do with it because uh, we have two projects at the time now. I, I'm busy, I, I can't do anything. So, and then I forgot about this whole dream, or I wanted to forget the dream. Six or seven months later, we came for Christmas. And then I met the two German SSE coordinator, it was Rita and Rainer. And we're talking and talking and she, she asked me, oh, she would love to bring the children someday to Swami and so on. And then I remembered the dream and I told her the dream and we we're talking and talking. And out of the blue, this whole pilgrimage was there. It was, it was just falling in our hands. Mm. And it all developed in two days, you know. And it, uh, we wrote Swami letters and Swami took the letters And then she asked me if I would do the choir and spontaneous, I said, oh, yes. And then I, I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> should I really do that? And then I wrote Swami a letter and asked him if it's his will. I only will do it if it's his, his will. And then he took the letter. And then it, it was clear to me the dream was already the invitation and his will that he wanted the German children to come. And then we fixed the dates and there's only one week in August where all the holidays in Germany come together because we have in the different regions of Germany we have different holidays so there's only one week overlapping so we took this time for the the core time and this is in August so it was exactly August 2011 what Swami said in the dream wow. so so the whole thing started like that We were thinking, so what, what kind of program would we like to offer to Swami? Then I remember that two years ago we had one program prepared for Swami. It was um, Religions are Many, God is One. And we had songs from the different religions. And I thought, well, this program is already available. We didn't perform to that time. It didn't work out. So, But the program was ready, you know. And I thought we could take this program because Swami said it's already ready. We can change it a little bit to, to make it more for the children. So we, we had to do it very fast because we started in January this year and we had um, a certain procedure to go through. You know, you have to first um, give the program to the national committee, then it goes to the zone committee then it goes to the cultural committee and everybody has to give his approval. So it takes a lot of time. And they said we have to um, give a CD with the whole program already in March to this cultural committee and so on. So we were a little bit under pressure because we thought we have not yet had one rehearsal and uh, we should have already this, this CD for the, for the cultural committee. So we had in February our first rehearsal and the challenge was we had to make the CD on the first rehearsal. And I thought, how can we do it? We've never had a training with the children. The children have never come together. They don't know the songs. So how can we make a, a, a demo CD to get the approval to, to perform here? So I thought... We have to give it up to Swami because it's his will. He, he knows how to do it. We don't know how to do it. When we started in February, the first evening, I was really desperate because I saw all these little kids sitting there. They couldn't sit for a minute. 
they were just always moving and, and talking and they didn't sing and uh, and they're all from different parts of Germany from, from all over Germany so we have included as Swami said all children from Germany mm. so it was uh, my whole concept what I had prepared I had to throw away and I thought Swami you are the one who has to do it I, I don't know how to do it I have no idea how to handle all these kids age age zero <laughs> we had all the babies with us mm. <laughs> or at least one and a half years or two years mm. till 18 wow. then we had side teachers and we had the parents all in one group. I had no idea how I could put all together and to make everybody happy, you know. Mm. How can I teach little children and youth and adults how to reach everybody? I, I didn't know how. And I, I really gave it up to Swami and I said, Swami, please, please help me. I, I really don't know how to. And it was real, for me really Swami's miracle. He gave me all the ideas, you know, during practice. I got this idea, I got that idea. And we had so much joy. We were laughing, we were singing, we were, we were dancing, we were jumping, we were looking at video clips, and we had a lot of Swami clips with us. And we had other animals, uh, video clips, and some funny things. So everybody was in a, in a really happy mood. So it was... I think it was a really good start for everybody because I could not do it like a, um, a normal choir leader who goes through the songs and correct here and correct there. First of all, I had to get the enthusiasm of everybody, you know, to get the joy of everybody. And so I had to make it a little easier. And it was like a big Balwikas lesson, you know. Mm. I, I gave them stories and uh, I had uh, the Ganesha with me, the Ganesha doll, and I had a lion with me and a monkey with me. We were playing with these dolls and so on. So it was, I think it was, for me it was a miracle how it worked. And we had um, four weekends in the six months. So you were able to prepare that CD? Oh yeah, this was another miracle. We, we sang the songs and then when we had the feeling it's good, we tape it or we record it, we did so we recorded about 10 songs on this weekend and we have one a man in our center who is also a musician and he had all the equipment to, to record so he was mixing the recording and it was really beautiful what came out it, mm. it, was, it was wonderful so we could uh, immediately um, send the CD to the national um, coordination and it went on to all these other mm. uh, uh, coordinations to get the approval for the program and um, we had this four uh, weekends where everybody could join from whole Germany and then we had about 30 meetings all together in all parts of Germany so that um, not everybody had to travel all the distances because it's a lot of traveling you know so we had in the north region we had a couple of um, meetings and rehearsals in the east, in the south, in the west, uh, and in, in many centers were meetings and training with the songs. And then everybody got a um, demo CD mm. where all the songs were on, so they could um, learn at home, they could uh, rehearse at home with the family. And this was a beautiful family sadhana over the six months. Um, they started singing at home 
it wasn't that easy in the beginning, but we were just always tell them again and uh, give the importance to that. that it's, it's not just singing. What we are doing is a real sadhana. It's, it's, we pray to God when we sing. And it's important that the whole family is going to sing and come together. This is the reason why we do this program, to, to, to lift up the sadhana in the yes. families. And we got so many beautiful feedbacks from families where they really started doing this. And I think the whole pilgrimage has an immense effect on, on the whole educare area in Germany. Because so many families started doing sadhana. Hmm. And, uh, sadhana consisted of what? Of singing these songs, of praying and meditation. And they were also going along with this rehearsal study circles mm. where the parents did a kind of parenting and uh, speaking about dharma in the family, dharma of the woman, dharma of the man. And uh, it, it really was an immense... So it, it really helped them to refine their lives and their way of living. Yes, and to to go in the spiritual direction. Yes, yes. And was also very important as Swami's story, life story. Yeah. Yes. The, the children was reading together with the parents, and also in the center they are playing different scenes also from Swami's life, and it is beautiful. I have taken also a book, and I can show you how beautiful the children done. Uh, this play it was very because inspiring. we can learn so many things from Swami's life itself from Swami's his life, life itself yes. his message yes. so yes there came out this one book where Swami was speaking about his childhood and this was translated into German and this came right to the time it came out so all the children had this book or the families had the book and they were reading the book and they were um, performing little dramas from with the Swami stories so they uh, were occupied the whole six months with Swami's life, with his message, with, with singing. And I think it was a wonderful uh, and, sadhana. And then not only learning about Swami's life, but practicing those yes. teachings yeah. in their families. Right. Uh -huh. I think that was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So it is not just buying a ticket and coming to Prashant right. Nilayam. No. Yeah. It is so much, much more. Yeah. Yeah. And you could feel this happiness. And whenever we had the rehearsal, there was so much happiness there. I've so, never experienced it before like that mm, in this organization. The rehearsal is just an excuse. Almost it becomes an excuse to come to God. <laughs> <laughs> the program is just a medium for everyone to right. come together and right. offer their love to yeah. Swami. And what was really wonderful also in the program was how these little kids chanted Vedam so clearly, so meticulously the intonations of the yeah. Vedas yes. it, it was really impressive yeah this was uh, Swami's gift that um, he sent one uh, young Indian man in our center since a couple of years and he's married to a um, student of Swami from Anantapur and he is 
born in a Brahmin family and he's used to sing the Vedas from his very childhood. So he's very, very, very good in it. And he's teaching in our center also the Vedas. We were learning the Rutam. And he was willing to teach the children. And he did a really great job. He traveled all around Germany to all the regions and centers to reach all the families and the children to teach them the Vedas. So and also when we had the the big uh, rehearsals, he was there and he was getting special time to teach uh, the Shiksha Valley. Yes. So he was very very exact in the pronunciation and he really he really wanted children to sing correct. Mm. And in the beginning, uh, some of the parents were worried. They said, "Oh my God, my children will never learn it. Will never learn it." And then. Uh, We said, well, wait, see, mm. we will we'll make it. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure they will learn it because children learn it much easier than we. Absolutely. It's, it's mm. And Swami used to always uh, feel so proud and happy to see people from other countries and other cultures chanting the Vedas. Yes. And when they do it so nicely, uh, you can almost see the smile on Swami's face. Yeah. 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 That was the experience I had last year when we were here with the... Um, Uh, North European choir, and uh, we performed exactly today, uh, one year ago, seventh wow. of August. We were all seventh of August. So before the program started, and we were all seated in the Kulvant Hall, and Swami came. He he called me up to come to him, and then he we had also one part from the Vedas in the program. So he um, he asked me about the Vedas, if we had Vedas in the program, and I told him that we had, and then he asked which one, and so on. And I could feel how happy he is, and how important is it for him that we really make the effort to learn it. We'll maybe never do it like Indians can do it, you know, but if we do a little step, he comes and gives us the help that we can learn it. And that's why I... When I remember that that was Swami's last words to me last year, when he mm. said, "How much, how important is it to to sing the Vedas?" You know, I thought we have to put some Vedic part in our program with the children because it makes Swami so happy. Mm. So, how many years have you been coming to Swami? I came in 1979. It's 32 years now. 1979, yeah. you came to Swami. Yeah. I think the this the earliest Germans to come to Swami were in the 70s. Yeah, I was. I think I was one of the first Germans. There were not many at the time. Right? Wow, we are so happy that we have you in the studio. You please tell us your story. How did you come to know about Swami? Um, to that time when I came to Swami, Swami was not known at all in Germany. And um, I was in India a couple of times before I came to Swami, but I've never heard of Swami. So you used to come to India before? Yeah, I was three times before. In India. I was traveling around. I was very... I loved India very, very much. Oh. I didn't know why, but I, it was like coming home. Always? Yeah. Coming to India was always yeah, like I, coming I, home? When I came here the first time to India, I when I came out of the airplane and I touched Indian ground, I had the feeling, I'm home. Oh. It was very strong and it always... I was always drawn back to India. Hmm. So, right from your childhood? No, not from childhood. When I was 21, I came the first time to India. Or 20, 20 or 21. And then I came every year. But And I stayed long, longer. I stayed 
three months. I stayed a couple of months, so I was traveling all around. So you came as a tourist? Yeah. But I was not interested in spirituality at all. Oh. <laughs> I, I've never heard of Swami, and um, I was just loving the country and the people, and it was beautiful. So before I... So came, you used to stay in some cities and see yeah, a few places, and, some, and then... Um, Hotels or or so just see the just see the see, the uh, see what the country has to yes. offer in terms yes. of tourist yes. locations and then go back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then and then I when I was in the Himalayas one time I came back and I was very sick. Oh. I got a very heavy hepatitis. Oh. And it was so bad that I had to 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 interrupt my my studies. I couldn't mm. go and have any more studies. And I was so sick that I was desperate and I called a doctor and uh, I wanted to have some good medicine. And then I didn't know that she was seeing more than normal people. Oh. So she had another sense and she said to me, you have to go immediately to Sai Baba in India because your life is in danger and if you don't go you will die. And she said it uh, very strong and I was shocked and I thought, what is she telling me? And then I asked, who is Sai Baba on earth? I've never heard that name. And then she said, he is the greatest healer and guru on the earth now. And then I said, thank you. I don't want to have anything to do with gurus. And I just <laughs> stopped the phone call. So this was where? In Germany? In Germany. And she was... Uh, she was German. She was German. And what kind of a doctor she was? Um, she was... Um, a normal doctor, but she had... Um, she was a normal English doctor, I mean, allopathic doctor. A German doctor, mm. but she, she was working with a lot of herbs, you know. Okay. And she was well known in the area where I live. So I got... So it is something... So it's not Ayurvedic doctor? No, no. Normal... She was normal German doctor, but she was working specially with herbs. Herbs, okay. So not allopathic. Okay. So that's why I... I phoned her and the next day I phoned her again and I said please give me some good medicine and then she again said the same thing she said your life is in danger you have to go to Sai Baba he's the only one who can rescue you and then I said listen I just come from India and I'm very sick and even if I would like to go I cannot go because I'm sick and I don't want to go to any guru and then at the third day, I had the same call again. Three times mm. I was calling her. And she always said, you have to go to Sai Baba. And I thought, well, maybe I should buy a book of Sai Baba. And I know who is. And so, and then I went to the next uh, bookshop. And they said, Sai Baba, Sai Baba. We have no book of Sai Baba. It's not, it's not known here. And then suddenly, one of the... Um, the owner came of the bookshop and he said, wait a minute, I remember there was one book. And he went somewhere and, and he, he just put out one book with a lot of dust on it. Oh. <laughs> and it was The Man and the Miracle. Man of Miracles. Yeah. And he gave it to me and I said, this is the only copy I have. And I give it to you. And then I, I started reading the book, the first two pages. And the next day I had a very terrible car accident. Oh, God. And I was... I was... A car was just running into my car and I was um, crashing through the window and in the next moment I couldn't see anymore. It was just, my my eyes were, it was just bleeding, you know, I, I, it was just dark. And I knew, oh my God, now it's really serious, I'm going to die or I'm going to be blind. 
and I was really very, it was horrible. So uh, in this um, desperation in which I was in that moment where I knew I will not see anymore, maybe I will not live anymore, I cried out to Swami. I said, Sai Baba, I don't know who you are. I don't know how to pray. I've never learned it. I've never believed in God. I, d I don't know anything, but I need help. And I really prayed to him, I don't know who you are. Please, please help me. I don't know to whom I should say something. And um, then it's, it was like if a voice was asking me, are you willing to accept whatever comes, even if you're going to be blind? Do you, re do, do you want to live or you want to die? And then I, I realized that um, the most important thing in life I have not learned it's the connection to God and to pray. I've never learned. So I thought my life had not yet started. And if this is the end, it was for nothing, you know. So it's, it's, it's lost. So I decided if I got a chance, I will take whatever comes in my life. And I, I, I want to live. And then I went, they brought me to the hospital. I had a very, very long operation. And I didn't come out of the operation because I had this severe hepatitis and I didn't survive it, so to say, you know. So if you have a hepatitis, it's not good to have a anesthesia. Anesthesia. Yeah. anesthesia. And this for eight hours, you know. Mm. So I was in an in-between state. And it was so beautiful there that they didn't want to come back. So there was coming a voice and it said, Gisela, you have to go back to your body and you have to start breathing again. So you came out of the body, you had it completely out I of body experience. I was in a totally wonderful, like, like in cotton, you know. It was, it was warm, it was loving, it was, I didn't see where I was, but I was feeling so comfortable in this area. And you were seeing your body? No, I didn't see the body, but the voice told me, go back, you have to go back. You have to start breathing, go back to the body. And I said, I don't want, I feel so comfortable. And it took some time to convince me to go back, but I knew when I go back to the body, it's not very comforting. Mm. It will be difficult, difficult because I didn't know what will happen with my eyes. So I went back and it was the next three days was very, very, you know, in between death and Will I survive? Will I not survive? And then I had a dream, another dream. In the dream, I was looking for Sai Baba. I didn't really know how he was looking, you know. I so was all just, this time you were just hearing a voice who was telling you all these things, guiding you. Yeah, but this, this was a dream what was coming now. And in the dream, I was going to India and I was running through the, the streets and I was looking for Sai Baba. And then... Um, an old man came up to me and he said, what are you doing? What are you looking for? And I said, I'm looking for Sai Baba. Are you Sai Baba? And he said, yes, I am. And then he, he asked me, what do you want? And I was crying and I said, I really want to see again. And then he blessed me with his hand and he said, don't worry. You will see again. This is my promise. And this was the dream. And then I, I wake up and I knew this was a promise of God and I will see again. And to that time it was not clear. It was not clear at all. 
So the doctor said, you will not see anymore. And I think it was Shirdi Baba who came in my dream because he was this old man. And, but I didn't know to the time that there's any Shirdi Baba who, who he looked. The first time when I came in the Mandir here, I saw the picture of Shirdi Baba and Baba. And I said, oh my God, this old man, he came to me. Oh. So this came true, his promise. After six weeks, I could see again. Hmm. And then... I thought, I have to go to India immediately and thank Sai Baba because he saved my life and he gave back my eyes. And I took the next flight. I only had the address. I didn't know what an ashram is. I didn't really know who Sai Baba was. I didn't know anything. I just wanted to thank him. So I flew to India and I came to Bangalore and then I took a taxi and it, it brought me straight to Swami. And when I went to the Darshan place, the taxi driver told me where to go because I had no idea. Um, I, I just sat in the sand under a palm tree and in that moment um, the bhajan started and Swami came out. And I started crying, 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 crying because I thought, I, I immediately knew in the depths of my heart, now I'm there wherever I've been, ever wanted to be, since ages, since thousands of years, it was like a wisdom in my heart. I'm, I'm home. I'm really home. And there was this incredible peace surrounding me and this incredible love. I've never experienced it anywhere else where, except here. And I was so overwhelmed by this peace and Swami. And I immediately knew... He's God. It, it was in me, the wisdom. Nobody need to tell me. I knew he is, he, he is everything for me. And I wanted to stay for two weeks. And then I stayed one year. One year? And I didn't want to go. Wow. <laughs> Swami had to send me back and he told me, you have to finish your studies. <laughs> oh. I didn't want to go. I, I wanted to stay forever with him. He was everything for me. Everything. So this was in 1970? 1979. 79. Yeah. So you stayed in Puttaparthi for one year. Yeah. And then I, I went back after this one year, after a lot of discussion with Swami, whether I should go or not, because I didn't want to go. And he, he said several times, you go back and, and finish your studies. So I, I did. I went back and it didn't take long. I, I came back to here. So I was going like this and I finished my studies and then I came back another year. And then I went back to Germany. I came back another year. Oh. <laughs> so I, it, Swami made it. Uh, it, was, it was almost like this is your home and you're just yeah, going to Germany. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I always felt this is my real home. And, and Swami was not only God for me. He's my divine mother and my divine father and everything, really. And he made out of me what he wanted to make. I think I, I would have been lost in, in, in the world without him. Please tell us your story, Dr. Giza Sebastian. It is also a dramatical story, not so in, in uh, so that's from Giza love, but in, in somehow it is also very dramatical because uh, I was, um, I have made uh, with my life many different experiences. I have t uh, also, 
I have talked also drugs and different things because I have I have the wishes to to see what is behind the scene, you know, and um, uh, these different uh, these different experiences was uh, very dangerous. But I didn't know that it was dangerous. I have experience with LSD. LSD, okay. LSD. Mm. You know that is the you losing your consciousness. consciousness. Yeah. But it was very very important for me because I have get some insight, some knowledge. Different knowledges. I'm asking I in this state I could put questions mm. and I get answer. And in this time, I was uh, I was also studying uh, psychotherapy and some different things. Also, Freud, yes. and was mm. very uh, I was very interesting for him. Mm. But in this state, I could see that he has made many mistakes. That is not true. What he is telling. Who Freud? Freud. Mm. Yes. The other symbols. Mm. I have I have asked was a question. What is the sense of the life? Mm. I, I, I was I was studying medicine, mm. you know, and the medicine has not, nothing to do with uh, with man, yes. nothing to do with the life. Purpose of man, mm. yeah, with, with purpose of life, you know. That was I was after the studying. I was crazy, and and I am looking uh, wow. after the sense and meaning of the life, and I have got the answer inside. Love. Unconventional love. You had the answer inside. Yes, I have I have got this answer, you know. And I didn't understand perfectly, but but it has worked. And the other answer was I am God. Mm. Also. But it was very great differences between my mind and this deep inside. And the last experience this was it was very also very interesting. A voice has told me stop no more. Stop with these experiences because it will be very dangerous. Something happens. But I have got also a very interesting knowledge or the experiences. There are a very subtle energy. I could see, I could experience this subtle energy in this state. And so I have begun to meditate. I let the drugs and I have begun to meditate. And after this uh, meditation, I am beginning to uh, work with the breath also, with the deep breath, with the energy breath. And I have made uh, different experiences in this time. I have met uh, a breast teacher also, breast, has breast teacher, mm. yes, you know. That's very, uh, has got also of an intuitive way how can we work together with this inside breast, you know. It was very, very, very interesting. But somehow something happened in my life. But something uh, changed in in the inside world, and I am I am coming in very difficult state, very dark and very difficult state. 
And I am beginning in this state to pray to God. And, but I couldn't help myself, or nobody. Mm. Nobody could help me. So I am standing in, in a situation who I have thought is my life is over. It is so I cannot with these forces, with these dark forces, I cannot work. And somehow people come on beginning and to speak about Swami. Mm -hmm. Somebody and came and started Swami speaking. Is, yeah, coming in the half of where, where I was, where we were living, and coming people and, and showing also film about Swami. And the first pictures of what I have seen about Swami, I have seen as everything is true what he is telling. Mm. But I wanted to see also with my eyes, mm. you know. And uh, I have decided to come to Swami, as Swami had uh, given an interview the second day. I've got an interview from Swami. So when was this? It was 84. 84. 84. For me, a very, very deep experience with Swami. I have seen also his God. And I, Swami has told me, not much, but he has told me he will help me. The situation was for me very difficult because I didn't find any, any solution. But I have trust, I have had trust to Swami. And so slowly, I am beginning to watch Swami, what he's doing, how is he doing. I am beginning to read what Swami was telling, everything. So, and I'm also watching myself. And so slowly, Swami showing me the point, what, what my problem was. Swami has shown me a way and it was for me for me very important to trust him and follow him and um, the first very important aspect was I have begun to work on myself but not really till this time I didn't change it it's very, very necessary to change this failure. This was the first. The second, it's very important to practice the unconditional love. And then a deeper experience was also to watch the mind and change the mind. And somehow Swami, through the years, showed me a way to stabilize the mind and and find a way to live a human human being. Mm. Mm. So in eighty four you came first. Yes. And after that the spiritual um, journey of yes. the soul began. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. And yeah. so after that uh, you must have come many times, Gazela. You must have come. Yeah. Um, you were coming two three times a year. Yeah. This was your yeah, home. It, I, I really loved to stay here as much time as I so could. You must have had the chances of interaction with Swami. Yes, Swami uh, gave a couple of interviews. And we had, um, whenever we had uh, performances, was drama performances or something like that, 
he would come to the rehearsals and talk to us and give instructions and correct and it was always very very beautiful and, and joyful especially when we came with children he was making so much fun also with the children so it was so beautiful to experience him personally can you narrate one or two instances uh, of these opportunities of performing plays in front of Swami and uh, the kind of lessons that Swami taught during these interactions? Yeah, w- once we came with about 60 children and uh, the whole group was about 160 or 170 people and we had a, a beautiful drama performance and um, the moment when we reached here and we went to Darshan, Swami came straight to me and he said, you go immediately to the Purna Chandra Hall and start practicing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you will have nine days for practicing and on the 15th there will be the performance. So we had nine wonderful days in the Purna Chandra, practicing with the children. And Swami came to every rehearsal. Wow. It was so wonderful. I think that was the most intensive time we had with Swami. And he took care of everything, even the slightest, the, the smallest detail. And uh, I remember the first rehearsal when he came, we were just um, rehearsing a dance. And I had put girls and boys in the dance. And um, we are not, we as Westerners are not so known about all the um, cultural aspects. So what is right, what is wrong to do in front of Swami or how Indians see it. So we make mistakes. So Swami came and he took me aside and he said, you know, it's it's not so good if you have the boys and the girls together in the dance. So either you make the distance very, very mm. big or you, you just do boys or girls. So it was very helpful for me because I didn't know that to that time so so good. So I separated and had only, uh, I think, the girls dancing. Mm. And so he came every rehearsal and he he advised and he said, this is not so good and this is good. And this was also the, the drama where we had a little boy with us and he played Swami. It was Sat- His name was Satya and he was mm. playing Satya. And Swami really loved him. Mm. He was he was amazing. Before he he took that role, when we had the um, the casting for that whole thing, nobody wanted to play the role of Swami. They were all too shy or too to oh my God, I'm not good enough for that. So nobody would take that role. And I, I thought, oh my God, who? Whom should I take for Swami's role? And then I remember that little boy, he was six years old, and I called him and I said, would you be willing to play Swami? I don't want to take your role, would you have chosen, but I ask you. And then I told him, please ask for a dream. And ask that Swami comes in your dream and tells you. And the next morning, the little boy called me and he said, Gisela, listen, I did what you told me. I asked for a dream, and Swami came in my dream. Wow. And I asked Swami, Swami, what, what do you want? And Swami said, I want you to play me. Beautiful. So, and he was the perfect boy for that. He was, he was so cute. And when Swami came to rehearsal, 
He never stopped playing. We all stopped, you know. Swami came, we all stopped. He played on. So he played his role on. And Swami was standing there and smiling and smiling and smiling. Mm. And I remember when Swami came with a big plate of, of sweets for the children. And he distributed to everyone except this little boy. Mm-hmm. And Swami smiled and then he said, You don't get one. I will <laughs> give you something better. Oh. <laughs> so we didn't know what will come up. So the boy was always happy. He, whatever happened, he was happy. And then um, when we had the performance, he was, Swami was so, so much in this boy. He was really Swami a little in this size, you know. Mm. He was perfect Swami. Mm. And Swami was so happy that he came up where all the children stood up and he took him and he embraced him and he materialized him a beautiful um, medallion mm. with Swami's um, on one side was Swami's face and on the back side I think it was an ohm and he he put it around his neck and he really embraced the little boy wow. and this was so wonderful the whole audience was clapping, 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 clapping they don't, didn't stop clapping it was so overwhelming these two Swamis you know so we had a lot of beautiful experience. Once I remember we were backstage and Swami came and we, we had dress rehearsal and one role in the play was a cow. So we had a made a, a cow head out of, of, mm. of uh, material. So Swami saw this cow head and he took this cow head and he put it on the little satya. Oh. <laughs> it was so funny. And then Swami asked us, what cow is it? <laughs> and then we said, this is a a black cow or a brown cow, but we, we couldn't we couldn't find out what Swami wanted. And he said, "No, no, no! What cow is it? What cow is it?" And we didn't have any more thoughts what to say because we mm. we didn't know what Swami meant with what what cow. And then at least Swami said, "This is a New Zealand cow." <laughs> <laughs> mm. So he also made a lot of fun with fun. us, mm. and uh, even uh, with the details. I remember when we had the dress rehearsal. And we put the makeups on the children. Swami came and he, he inquired the makeups. He checked the makeups on the children. And then we had three aliens with us mm-hmm. in the play. And the aliens, they had a they had a little pale color, you know. Mm. And Swami didn't like the lipstick, <laughs> so he said, "This lipstick is not good." <laughs> and then he then he, he turned around to me and he smiled and he said, "Her lipstick is good." <laughs> <laughs> So and then he inquired spaceship from the aliens, mm. and he had interest for everything, for every little detail. Mm. And so we had this beautiful experience. These nine days was for me. Great. And what were the um, lessons that you learned personally? Um, or you were just drenched in his love. I lo- uh, well, that was one thing. I mean, this is the most important thing. Because this is this will transform you, but I learned a lot, and I think especially in in this performance, um, in this preparation time, or when Swami comes to rehearsals, or even if you're here and prepare, this is so uh, you learn so much in such a short time, and I, I think it sometimes needs months or even years to digest. You know what you learn. Swami gives so many hints and so many corrections, and it's. Always, I think the main thing is to try to be always connected to him. 
and to discriminate what is your ego, or on which level are you, and to 100% follow him and uh, to always have his name on your lips, always think of him and to to give everything over to him and to, to ask him, please, please do it through me so that my ego doesn't come in. So this, this is the main lesson, I think, what we have to learn, to obey 100% and to really think always of Swami and every, every minute to, to ask him, please, Swami, show me what, what should we do? Should it be like this or like that? What is your will and not my will? Mm. And there's so many challenges, you know, with so many children. You're always challenged because they, they always are, we have to have them under control somehow. And so you make a lot of mistakes because your concentration is here and is there and you forget Swami in that moment. So you have to be very, very careful. Mm. And so you had the chance to visit this place so many times when Swami was there and perform programs. And now you're here, it's a very different situation. The circumstances have changed so much. How does it feel now? Well, when we came here the first day, I mean, I have to start before that. Uh, when we heard in Germany that Swami has left his body, we were in the middle of a rehearsal with the children. Mm. So it was an Eastern, we had three days rehearsal. And in the middle of this rehearsal, the news came and we were all shocked, really. Kids were crying. Everybody was like in a shock. But it was really Swami's grace that he has put us all together, you know, in this rehearsal that we could uh, be together. And we were singing and praying the whole whole three days. So it gave us some support and we could talk to each other and give us strength and so on. And it took days we were only praying and singing, you know, we couldn't believe it. And then it took some time, it went It went better. When you are in the work, it, it's always better, you know. So we we saw a lot of Swami films all, all the time when we met. We saw Swami films, Swami films, Swami films. And when we came here, the first day when I went to the Kulvant Hall, I closed my eyes and Swami was so present. His energy was so strong. And I thought, there's no change. There's really no change. The energy is just the same. But when I opened my eye and when I saw the Samadhi, I really had to cry. And I think it will it will really take some time to, to come over it, if that is possible. It's painful if you are so many years with Swami and he was really my mother and my father, everything. And uh, I can't believe it really. I need some time to, to somehow to to know how, how that works. Mm -hmm. So, But if I close my eyes and if I'm working, it's okay. So for me, when I watch the Sevatas and when I watch the securities and all these wonderful people, I got the very strong message. The only way for me is to serve, to serve, to serve, and to serve. Nothing else. I'm reminded of what uh, a German-born philosopher said about service. His name is Albert uh, Schweitzer. He said, I don't know what your destiny will be, but one thing I do know. The only ones among you who will be really happy are those who have sought and found a way to serve. Yeah. I think service is what makes us happy all the time. Yes. 
it was it was uh, it fulfills us and it connects us to god selfless service yeah and i think that is the only way you can uh, uh, forget yourself right. in service and uh, offer your love to swami that i was so grateful for this um work what swami has given me with the children through this period that i always thought it's swami's grace to keep me to keep me up with this with his work because that really kept you occupied yeah completely and yeah. you just think only about swami yeah and working with children is so beautiful it's isn't beautiful. it it's beautiful they are they're so loving mm. and music and children that's a great combination it's wonderful yeah <laughs> it's the best <laughs> mm. you have been so blessed to be part of this uh, uh, beautiful pilgrimage uh, all the way from germany and um, uh, and the children did a wonderful program and you led the program and i think that's a great privilege let me ask you uh, something uh, else now do you listen to radio sai yes we we hear every morning when we have when we wake up and have breakfast we'll switch it on <laughs> oh it's connecting us to prashanti and it's wonderful the feeling to to be connected mm. it's it's uh, the easiest way to connect radio sai yeah wonderful in fact i must tell you that every day vedam and bhajans as it is going on in prashant nilayam they are now uh, being played live on the radio on the asia stream and we have uh, uh, started a new stream that is of course telugu stream that is only for indian audience but the normal asia stream you can listen to the vedam and bhajans as it is Uh, going on in prashanti nam every day mm-hmm. the same time mm-hmm. same time that's wonderful we have started from guru purnima day yeah. yeah yeah so that's going on it's a great service so thank you very much for sparing your time we have already spoken for 1 hour and i don't want to take more of your time but i know what you have shared today is only probably a drop from the book of your life when it comes to your uh, experiences and and the lessons that you have learned from swami probably if there is time we'll have you once again and you must share more about the side movement in germany that mm-hmm. is something that we have really not covered this mm-hmm. time uh if there is a chance i think i extend my uh welcome to you to come to the studio once again and share with us how the side movement in germany has grown to whatever it is today mm-hmm. we have uh, in this trip itself we have 200 people coming and there are 80 children and i know i think this so many families coming is is such a beautiful thing mm-hmm. somi is really going to the hearts of so many people and transforming their lives just like he has transformed yours so we will really love to know more about what is happening in this uh, one of the developed nations of the country mm-hmm. we don't hear much about these things so thank you very much for being with us and we look forward to more conversations with you in the future thank you very Sarah. much thank you very much sai ram You just heard an episode of a series Trust with Divinity wherein we offered you a conversation with Dr. Geza Sebastian and Mrs. Kisila Sebastian from Germany. This was recorded in the studios of Radio Sai in the month of August 2011. We hope you enjoyed this program. If you have any comments or suggestions about this program Please feel free to write to us 
to listener at radiosci.org To listen to another episode of this series, please tune in again at the same time, same day, next week. Thank you and Sai Ram.